Hello, and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you have an incredible Walt Disney World vacation, even if you're on a shoestring budget. This week, I'm sharing my trip report from my July visit to Disney World, during which I stayed at two different Disney resorts and checked out the new Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios. Welcome again, everyone, to episode 12. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World several times each year, and I'm not rich. I just have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my sites and here in the podcast. This week's show consists of four live reports from my recent trip to Walt Disney World, so let's get to it. I returned from my July trip to Walt Disney World two days ago, and for this episode, I'm combining the nightly trip reports I did into one show. I'm also going to share the total cost of the trip at the end and some other thoughts I had after getting home. So let's get to the trip reports. Hey everyone, it is Sunday, July 8th, and I am recording my first four trip reports here live at Walt Disney World and I apologize about the sound quality my little mic lapel mic decided not to work of course here so I'm just recording it with my phone microphone so I am coming to you from Saratoga Springs Resort here and we checked in here today we actually arrived last night uh, we flew in on Delta at about 7:30, and we used points for that flight my mother-in-law actually treated us to the flight with points and I'm here with my daughter and mother-in-law um, and we actually stayed at a hotel right next to the airport last night and it's the second time I've done that when I had either an early morning flight or a, um, a kind of later arrival and it was really convenient it cut down on the time transportation time for your arrival or departure so because we were getting it about eight o'clock at night which is my daughter's bedtime we decided it was best to stay right by the airport so we did that we arrived we took a shuttle over to the La Quinta La Quinta that was about a mile from the airport and it all went smoothly I actually got that room through Hotwire I found a room um, at the resort near the ho- near the airport for $80 out the door so I thought it was a great price for our first night just to have somewhere to crash then uh, this morning we took Lyft over to Saratoga Springs we checked our bags at the baggage kind of where they hold your bags while we hung out at the resort and waited for our room to be ready we went down to the pool and we spent many hours at the pool we got a text at 11 a.m that our room was ready which was great that's um, pretty early time for a room to be ready so we were happy that it was ready and we ate lunch here at the pool. We were at the main pool at Saratoga Springs. There's actually two main pools here. We were at the High Rock Springs pool. It was excellent. So I'm reviewing Saratoga Springs for Resales DVC, who I occasionally write for. And um, I've stayed here once before, but it was years ago. So I'm kind of seeing it with fresh eyes now that I've stayed at almost every Disney World resort. So I really liked the main pool. It was great. Lunch was excellent. We ate at the quick service location, which is called the Artist Palette here at Saratoga Springs. It's one of two quick service locations, um, and it was great. I had uh, like a flatbread. It was chicken, artichoke, and spinach. It was so good. My mother-in-law had like a salmon BLT sandwich that was also excellent. So we swam a little bit after lunch and then came, uh, walked over to our room, and 
got settled in our room. I did have groceries delivered from Instacart and they got dropped off here at the resort at 9.30. So at a Disney resort, you can have groceries delivered when you are not here, as long as there's no alcohol in the delivery. Um, and they will leave it for you at bag services. And then you can call later and have the groceries delivered to your room. So we did that. Well, we attempted to do that. We called and asked for our bags and our groceries to be delivered and they could not find our groceries on the first try. They just brought our bags. So I decided to call back and try maybe I get a different cast member and I said, you know, it may not be under my last name. It may be under just Leah. If you could please try again and I really appreciate it. And the second time they found it. So then they sent someone up with our groceries. So I recommend Instacart in general. This is the third time I've used it um, with success. And I really think it wasn't Instacart's fault. They tried to blame Instacart and say, oh, they're not labeled very clearly. And the last letter of my name was kind of hard to read, but it was definitely obvious that it said Leon. So anyway, we got our groceries, which was great. So this evening we went over to, we took a lift again over to Art of Animation to meet some friends who are staying there. And we had dinner with them at the Landscape of Flavors food court, which was again, very, very good. I had a caprese sandwich, a tomato and fresh mozzarella and basil it was great. And uh, my mother-in-law had some um, chicken veggie bowl with rice, also great. And then we took a lift back here to um, and the night. Now, my mother-in-law had never used Lyft before, so I sent her my referral code before the trip, a few days before the trip, and she signed up, and she's been getting $5 off every trip so far. And I didn't read the print about how the um, introductory bonus works now. It changes all the time, but apparently it's $5 off your first X number of trips. I don't know how many, but that means that our trip back from Art of Animation tonight was $3 and our trip over there was $4. Um, it's cutting down the prices of all of our trips by a lot. So that is a great tip to wait until right before to sign up for that. Use someone's referral code. I'd love it if you'd use mine. Mine's on the blog. Uh, if you just search for Lyft or Uber, then my post will come up. And that was it. So we're staying here at Saratoga Springs on points that I rented from someone on the rent trade and transfer board on mouse owners. There's a couple of posts on the blog about how to find someone from whom to rent points for DBC. And I ended up paying $160 a night for our room here. We're staying two nights and it's a great price for this resort. It's an incredible resort. So tomorrow morning, I am waking up at 5.30 a.m. to get ready to go to Toy story land i plan to leave about 6 15 and i'm also taking lift over there to get there early it opens at seven i anticipate they'll open a little bit earlier so i'm going to do another report tomorrow night and let you know how it went at toy story land i'm also posting a lot onto instagram on my disney only account which is the budget mouse on instagram there are stories and pictures from my trip here. I'm going to try and get some stuff up on the Facebook group as well. So tune in tomorrow for more about the trip. Hey everyone, it is Monday and this is day two of my July trip report. I am pretty exhausted. It's 10:46 p.m. I have been on the go all day. Today was my day at Hollywood Studios. So I caught a lift over there at 6:15 a.m. because I'm nuts. I wanted to get to Extra Magic Hours 
uh, at 7 a.m. the park was supposed to open. So I arrived at about 6.35 and the park was already open. They already were letting people in. So I basically walked right in and back to Toy Story Land. And it was not crowded at all. I really expected more of a crowd since it's only been open for 10 days about. I was comparing that to Pandora last year. I went about the same time it had been open, and wow, it was mobbed. It was a madhouse. Toy Story Land was not like that. Well, I'm going to not go into too much depth about Toy Story Land because I'm going to do a whole episode on it coming up soon. I have so many thoughts. (laughs) Definitely needs its own episode. But a quick summary was it was fantastic. I loved it. It exceeded my expectations. It's such a fun, fun place. And the Slinky Dog Dash is a really fun coaster. It is great. So more to come on Toy Story Land soon, but I did stay at the park through uh, about lunchtime. And I did a lot of attractions I had never done before. Hollywood Studios is my least favorite park, and there's a bunch of stuff I had never seen there, particularly a bunch of shows. And um, some were good, and... one was terrible. I can't even believe it was at Disney World. I'm talking about the voyage of the Little Mermaid. I don't know if I just had a bad cast or, or what, but oh my god, I just thought, is this really Disney World? It was pretty bad. So anyway, <laughs> saw that today. I came back to the resort and hung out at the pool with my daughter and granny were here um, all day hanging out at the resort. Um, I took a quick nap and then I headed back at about 4.30. I went and saw the Beauty and the Beast live on stage show, which I had also never seen. That was great. I really enjoyed that. And then I grabbed dinner at the Brown Derby Lounge, which I don't think a lot of people know about. I'm going to do a review of it because it was excellent. And I think it's a really affordable option if you want to sit down and have a cocktail and some tapas at small plates. And um, I had their Cobb salad. It was crazy good and a really fun cocktail so look for that a short review on the blog coming soon and then I hung in there I was so already so tired but I really wanted to see Fantasmic and do some pictures of it because it's the only nighttime show that I didn't have pictures of already so I want to do a kind of roundup on the blog Um, and then I also stayed for the galactic fireworks Star Wars fireworks which were only about 15 minutes by the time I got out of Fantasmic I had to wait and they were pretty good I hadn't seen them up close before I'd seen them from a distance but um, I enjoyed the projections on the um, Chinese theater so that was my day and then I busted home and now I am getting ready to turn in so a great day at Hollywood Studios And I love Toy Story Land. I can't wait to tell you more about it and all the tips that I have for you if you're visiting anytime soon. So tomorrow we're going to Disney Springs in the morning and then transferring over to Port Orleans Riverside. So I will talk at you tomorrow night. Hello again. It is Tuesday night and day three of my July trip. And this is a quick trip report so I can check in with you. Today was a very chill day and I really needed it after yesterday I spent all day almost at Hollywood Studios and I was exhausted so I needed a recovery day. So I started out the morning meeting a friend, Kristen, for a chat at the pool 
poolside at Saratoga Springs, and we talked for a while about Disney Vacation Club, and I was actually recording it as an interview for an upcoming podcast episode. So watch for that with all of the details that you've ever wanted to know about Disney Vacation Club coming up soon. So that was a great way to start the day. My mother-in-law and daughter were packing up the room as I was doing that, so I went upstairs after that and finished packing up, and we were transferring to Port Orleans Riverside today. So I called down to luggage services and asked if they would come and get our bags and move them for us. So you can move bags among Disney resorts. Um, They will handle all your bags for you. And that even applies to the Swan and Dolphin. I learned last year we moved from Animal Kingdom Lodge to the Dolphin and they do transfer bags among those resorts, even though they are not technically Disney resorts. So we had this great cast member, Willie, come up to our room, and he was transferring our bags, and he said, now what are you doing? And I said, well, we have to go down to the front of the resort, trek down there. It's about a 10-minute walk, 5 to 10-minute walk. With my mother-in-law's bag, she needs to check because she had to fly home today to get to work tomorrow. We were going to use resort airline check-in for her, which is a great service at Disney Resorts where you can check your bags. It um, goes from 5 a.m. until noon every day at the resorts, and you do have to check your bags at least three hours before your flight. And it can be more than that. If you're flying out at night, as long as you check your bag by noon, they will take it to the airport for you. You won't have to handle it at all. They can print boarding passes for you as well. That's just a little side note. Um, I said, and then we're going to Disney Springs for lunch. And he said, well, listen, let's, I'm not going to just take you, the bags. I'm going to take you. We'll drive you to the front of the resort on the golf cart. And your mother-in-law can check in her bag. And then I will drive you guys over to Disney Springs. I said, really? That's so great. Because <laughs> it's very, very hot today. And we're kind of dreading dragging the bag all the way to the front of the resort. So we went down and Willie drove us over there. She checked in her bag. I refilled our mugs because she treated us to buy refillable mugs for this very short trip and when your mother-in-law is generous and wants to buy you the mug you say okay thank you thank you GB for the mug it was great oh and I do need to say when we went to buy them we weren't going to get one for my daughter because she doesn't drink soda or coffee or anything she basically drinks juice and milk and I said well you can just share mine or she was going to share one with Granny Beth and the cast member gave us an extra mug for her no charge it was so nice I couldn't believe it so that just made my day of course It'll give me free anything and I'm thrilled right easy to please so anyway I got us something to drink she checked in her bag and then Willie drove us in the golf cart over to the bridge that goes directly from Saratoga Springs to um, Disney Springs sorry did I say downtown Disney early I'm old school so to Disney Springs and um, dropped us off. So it was really nice. He went above and beyond for us, and um, we really appreciated it. So our plan was just to find somewhere to eat lunch at Disney Springs that I hadn't been to before. And it was, it was, like I said, so hot today. And my mother-in-law was going straight to the airport from there. And so we're like, we need somewhere, table service, to sit down for a while and cool off. 
And so I wanted to try the new Italian place that opened where Portobello used to be. It's called Terralina Handcrafted Italian. It just opened on June 28th, so I didn't know if they would take walk-ins for lunch. But we went over there, and it was practically empty. And, of course, they took us in. And um, we had a great experience there. The food was excellent, authentic Italian, very affordable for table service at Disney World. And we had an excellent server. It was just overall a wonderful experience. And I am going to actually write up a review of the restaurant with pictures of it and all of the food that we had uh, for a post on the Budget Mouse. And it's going to be my first post that is just accessible to patrons. So if you're supporting the Budget Mouse podcast and site on Patreon at the even $2 a month level, you'll have access to bonus content on the site. And that is going to be my first one. I think you guys will really like to see what we ate and hear about. It was great. So we had a lovely time there. We walked her over to get a lift to the airport. And then my daughter and I are staying for two more nights at Riverside. So we went to take a boat over to Riverside. And it turns out that the Riverside boat was going to be a little while. And there were nine of us there waiting to go to Riverside. So one of the captains said, here, just come on. I'm going to take you on this um, powerboat over there. It's just a special treat, VIP treatment. And we were like, okay, woohoo. So uh, we piled into this boat. It was kind of like a high power pontoon boat. And um, and he drove us over there. We swear we got there like five minutes flat. It was so much fun. And there were some gals on the boat with beers and stuff. And it really kind of felt like a party boat. It was so funny. <laughs> So today was the day of like extra special transportation at Disney World that I didn't see coming. So it was really fun. So we got over to Riverside and our room wasn't ready. So we went to the pool for a while and it was just really crowded at the pool because it was so hot today. So that's not that much fun. So crowded. My daughter tried to play some of the games Critter Roundup at the pool and there was just so many kids playing it was kind of hard so we swam for a while it's a great pool the feature pool is and I had never stayed at Riverside until now and it is a gorgeous resort I can't wait to share pictures of you with the grounds pictures with you of the grounds and the room here so um, at about 3.30 I still hadn't gotten a text that our room was ready because I did do online check-in so we walked over to the Um, main building and stopped on the way for a cupcake of course you can't walk past the food court without a cupcake right so she had this well my daughter begrudgingly shared a few bites with me of this chocolate cupcake with raspberry filling and this gorgeous raspberry frosting on top with edible sparkles I don't even know I didn't know that was a thing but wow it, it was amazing. It was definitely sharing a picture on Instagram. Oh, speaking of Instagram, I did share video footage of our boat ride over past Disney Springs. It was really fun. It's in my story from today. So if you're on Instagram, you can check it out. So um, we went over and our room was ready. And they said that because I booked through Hotwire or Priceline that for some reason the online check-in didn't go as it was supposed to. So I did get this incredible deal on this room for two nights on um it was it was Priceline and I did do a post on the blog about it and I'm going to share it in the Budget Mouse Facebook group I think I've already shared it on the Frugal South Facebook page so um if you haven't checked that out yet it is up on the blog about my tips for getting cheap rooms uh, Disney rooms that are disguised on 
Hotwire and Priceline. So I had a promo code and it brought this room down to under $100 a night for this room at Riverside, which would normally be $220 maybe. So a great deal on the room. Um, so our room was ready. I had requested a room in the mansion part of the resort. There's two main sections of Riverside. One is the uh, Alligator Bayou rooms, which are themed like the rustic south. And then there's the mansion rooms, which are gorgeous, uh, you know, r rural southern mansions of the end of the 19th century and I would much prefer the mansion room because the rural south I live that every day on the homestead I really don't need the um, rustic rural south anymore I've got that going on at home so we got a mansion room like I requested it was close to the pool like I also requested so wonderful job of both resorts we got rooms that we requested at Disney so I do have a post on the blog about how to do room requests that are effective and work and it almost always works for me so head to the blog head to thebudgetmouse.com if you search for room request I believe it will come up so we got into our room, settled in, went for another swim at the quiet pool that's here, a leisure pool at this um, in this Magnolia Bend building, and then went and grabbed some dinner at the food court. I have heard good things about the Riverside food court recently, and we had a um, carving table. They have a carving table at the food court, and we had flank steak with corn green beans and cornbread and you could have picked from a few different sides and it was big enough for us to share we're both kind of light eaters and it was 13.50 I believe so I thought it was good value for what it was the steak was excellent as was everything really it was very good um, and then we settled in for the night so tomorrow we are having a very chill day again we're going over to French Quarter at some point to get some food there I want some beignets and uh, maybe some um, gumbo. We'll see. I love their uh, Cajun food, Creole food there at French Quarter, and we might swim in the pool there. Because these two are considered sister resorts, you have access to both pools, and the pool at French Quarter is really fun. So I will let you know how that goes tomorrow, and tomorrow's our last day, so tomorrow will be the last trip report. Hello again, this is day four of my July trip report and this will be the last one of this trip because we are flying home tomorrow morning, quite early at 8.30 actually. So today we did not much of anything. It's going to be a pretty short report <laughs> because we just hang, hung out at the resort all day today. We are at Port Orleans Riverside and we basically ate breakfast, swam at the pool, ate lunch, swam at the pool, ate dinner, came back to the room, went to bed. <laughs> because it was my only day here with my daughter by myself, and I did what she wanted to do today, and that was swim at the pool. So that's what we did. It was great. And um, my impressions of Port Orleans Riverside, uh, I had never stayed here before. This is the last of the moderate resorts for me to stay at, was that it is wonderful. I really... I really liked our stay here, though we were only here for two nights. It wasn't a long stay. The grounds are lovely. The room was lovely. The food has been great. The cast members have been wonderful. The pool is fun. I mean, I really like everything about it. Now, we did not use the transportation to the parks at all, and that is one downside to the moderate resorts is that you must ride the bus quite, quite a bit longer than you do at the other 
levels of resorts, at the value resorts and at the deluxe resorts, because the moderates tend to be big and spread out and have many bus stops within one resort. So I think there's five here at Riverside. So you have to ride the bus a little bit longer to get to the parks. And that is a downside of the moderates that I usually don't like. Another thing is the price point of the moderates are a little bit rough for me. They're normally, you know, $200 a night is what you're looking at. And for me, with my knowledge of renting Disney Vacation Club points, it's hard for me to stomach that price tag because I can rent points and stay at a deluxe resort for cheaper than that. So, you know, Animal Kingdom Lodge versus Port Orleans Riverside, I mean, Animal Kingdom Lodge wins any day, (laughs) hands down. So nice there. So anyway, that's why I don't stay at the moderates very much for those reasons. So it's something to consider when you're thinking about your vacation. But like I mentioned in yesterday's trip report, I did find rooms at Riverside on Priceline um, about two weeks before our trip hidden as mystery rooms and I got this for about a hundred dollars a night and that's tax included I think it was 110 with tax so it was a great price for this resort we really liked it Um, we did take the boat over to Port Orleans French Quarter you can take a shuttle kind of on the river here the Sasagula over to French Quarter because they are sister resorts and you can use the amenities at both and we swam in that pool all afternoon we ate lunch there as well I've I liked the food court I didn't like formerly in the food court there were these giant scary masks hanging from the ceiling that were inspired by Mardi Gras and they were just garish (laughs) they're gone and I'm so glad I figured in the renovations of the food court uh, last year the year before that they would probably go and they did they were replaced by these lovely Mardi Gras bead inspired light fixtures and and, oh that looks so much better in there we had gumbo Mickey beignets and my daughter had a kid's meal um, marinara pasta kids meal and the food was very good the beignets are not that authentic i mean if you've been to new orleans these are not going to taste like them they're just too big and too doughy they're not light enough but um they had tons of powdered sugar so you can't really go wrong there so like i said we swam in the pool all afternoon i did have a drink at the pool bar my first of the trip and last sadly (laughs) but I had the rosé again I had that last trip at Animal Kingdom Lodge and it's rosé it's basically a rosé slushy with vodka added in and strawberries flavoring it is very good it's not sweet it's not super sweet so I appreciate that and it was a hot day here today so I love the slushy um, we came back on the boat at about dinner time and we had a quick dinner in the food court here nothing memorable to eat um, but then we did go back in for a dessert because I'm flying home tomorrow morning and I need one more cupcake to just see me through to the next trip right so we went up to the bakery and this lovely cast member Bubba um, talked to us at length about the desserts and he was so engaging and wonderful he he explained to us how they make the the carrot cakes here that are like layered and stacked straight up and he showed us the the tools they use to make them he was great and then we went to I picked um, a pecan pie cupcake 
Oh my God, it was so good. And my daughter had a Mickey ice cream bar for dessert and he said, oh, they're on Mickey. Just tell them at the cash register, Mickey's treating a dessert. And I said, of course you made our day. That is so nice, Bubba, thank you so much. But again, Disney magic. I mean, I've had a lot on this trip and um, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't have much, but I mean, we had um, free mug, refillable mug, free desserts today. <laughs> we had an extra special transportation day yesterday. So a lot of Disney magic. And that's just what makes Disney World special and keeps me coming back because nowhere else do you go on vacation that they just shower you with free goodies and extra special treatment. And it's just such a fun place to be. So we're flying home tomorrow morning on Frontier, which is always an adventure. Hopefully things go smoothly. Um, I've probably flown on Frontier 10 times and nine out of the 10 times, everything has been completely fine. I had a very long delay one time flying home from Cleveland, but I wasn't originally flying home on Frontier. We were flying back on Southwest, but about two weeks ago, Frontier had a fair sale for this date and it was $19 tickets to come home on this Thursday morning flight. And I extended the trip by two days, which I'm known to do. If I can find a good deal on airfare that saves me money over on the trip, and I mean, I think I ended up spending an extra $80 to stay two more nights here because of the difference in the airfare and the crazy good deal I got on the rooms on Hotwire. So, I mean, I'll take an extra two nights at Disney World for an 80, extra $80, right? So the thing with Frontier is the bags are more expensive than the tickets if you get one of their $19 deals. So my goal was, to just have personal items for both my daughter and myself. And I did spend $12 on Amazon and get a new carry-on bag that qualifies as a personal item on Frontier. <laughs> and as long as it can fit under the seat, you don't have to pay anything for bags. And I mean, in the summertime, all we took was swimsuits, a few shorts and t-shirts and flip-flops. I mean, we didn't have hardly anything in our bags. So I was easily able to fit everything I needed in this personal item size bag. And I'm going to toss the dimensions out there. It's bigger than you think. I believe 18 inches by six inches by 12 inches are the dimensions of the bag. I mean, it's pretty decent sized bag. So if you're making a short trip and you have an option to fly on either Spirit or Frontier and avoiding those bag costs is great. We both, my daughter and I have a personal item that's pretty much maxing out the size, but it will still fit under the seat. So we didn't have to pay anything for bags. So I did pay a little extra to pick decent seats for us, but both of our flights both of our tickets together to get home was $65 total for both of us to fly home on Frontier. So, I mean, you can't really beat it. Um, and as long as the flight is on time, I don't have any complaints about Frontier. The planes are new. Um, I've had good experiences, like I said, nine out of 10 times. So wish us luck tomorrow. Um, and when I get home, I'm gonna compile these four trip reports into one show episode. So, and then I'm gonna delete these shorter ones. And I, I learned about this. I have to give props to Shannon Albert at WDW Prep School because I love her daily trip reports that she does. She does the same thing, combines the daily trip reports into a show at the end. And um, I just have to give credit to her because that's where this idea came from. So thank you, Shannon. She is amazing and an inspiration all the time. Not just with that. So I will talk to you soon. Bye. So I just want to add a few thoughts now that we are back home. 
I wanted to add up the expenses of the trip. So on five nights of lodging, we spent $600, which considering we stayed two nights at a deluxe resort and two nights at a moderate resort is pretty incredible. I used Disney gift cards for my food purchases and that way I was able to track it very easily. So I spent about $135 on food and that was for mostly myself and then a little bit for my daughter as well. Granny Beth bought her some food on the trip so it wasn't the total amount of food for the two of us but most of it. I also spent $60 on a large grocery delivery from Instacart and that was our breakfast for four mornings essentially, and that was a great value. Also, milk for night and juice throughout the day, so it was a lot of our supplies for the trip. I spent $120 on my park ticket to um, Hollywood Studios. I used a lift a few times to get to the parks when the buses were slow. I had $5 ride credits for referring one of you lovely people, one of my readers, to Lyft, so my total was only $11 for a couple of trips. We used points to fly down in Delta, and I paid $64 for both of our tickets back. So our grand total for a five-day, five-night trip to Walt Disney World was $979. So a very affordable trip that was for my daughter and myself for everything, transportation, food, park tickets, lodging for five nights and everything. I wanted to add that that morning that we left, we did take Magical Express to the airport and had a great trip on the Magical Express. I did learn that the route to pick up to take to the airport goes Saratoga Springs, Old Key West, Port Orleans, French Quarter, and then Riverside. So we were the last stop and then went straight to the airport. So I knew that and I didn't want to wake up at before 5 a.m. to get Magical Express. Our flight was at 8.40. That was going to be probably about a 5.30 a.m. pickup. So I did a tricky thing that you may have never thought to do, which is I entered a flight time that was an hour later than our actual flight time. They don't use your flights for anything other than just scheduling your bus on the Magical Express. So they'll never know if you actually have a ticket for that flight or not, but they just use it to schedule your pickup time. So we were flying back on Frontier. I found a flight that was an hour later, departing Orlando an hour later, and I entered that as our flight time. And it actually bumped our Magical Express up an hour. So we were scheduled for a pickup at 6.20 instead of what would have been probably 5.20. And it allowed us to sleep for an extra hour. We got to the airport at 7 o'clock. Our flight was at 8.40, so we had plenty of time at the airport. At 7.05, I got a text message from Frontier that our flight was delayed an hour. So we had extra bonus time, and I was really glad I did not catch the 5.20 Magical Express because that would have been a long wait at the airport. So that is just a little trick to use. Use with caution. I mean, if you're not sure that you're going to have enough time, please don't use that and then miss your flight. But because I knew we'd have plenty of time, we also have TSA pre-check so that we were through security in four minutes flat, like from the time we got there to the time we were through in four minutes. So I had no concern about being late for our flight. So as I mentioned, we did have a delay on Frontier, which I was nervous about. Oh, ended up being about an hour and a half delay. It wasn't terrible. Um, you know, I'd prefer no delays. But that morning, there were delays on many airlines. It wasn't just Frontier. So I believe there was some weather somewhere that was causing delays on flights coming in. So one other note about Frontier, I took a stab at the dimensions for the personal item, and I was wrong. But on the 
side of being too small. So they're actually bigger than I mentioned. The actual size for the personal item is 18 inches by 14 inches by eight inches. And I had plenty of room to even put my feet under the seat on the side with the bag that I bought on Amazon. So I can put a link to that bag in the show notes if you're interested in a similar bag that you can use as a personal item on Frontier. So while I was on this trip, I did record a bunch of video that I'm going to combine into a patrons only video. And I'm also doing a dining review on the blog of the brand new Terralina crafted Italian in Disney Springs that is just for patrons. Now, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the site Patreon. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. And it's a way that you can support the podcast with a small monthly donation. Very small. $2 a month is the basic Mouseketeer level and $5 a month and up is the premium budget Mouseketeer level. And so with that support of the podcast, it does a few things. It keeps the podcast ad free, which is great. You also get access to this content that is just for patrons. It actually unlocks the content on the blog. So when I put this stuff up on the blog, it's going to show locked unless you're a patron. When you're a patron, then you can log in with your Patreon account and you get access to the extra content. So I have this goal of getting to $100 a month of support, and then I'm going to do a special giveaway just for patrons. So if you'll hop over to Patreon, consider becoming a patron, patron, and then I can get to my giveaway. Speaking of giveaways, I have two coming up on the blog in the next month. So keep your eyes peeled for those. They are super fun and I think you will love them. So thanks so much for listening. You can always find me at thebudgetmouse.com and thefrugalsouth.com. I'm on Instagram as thebudgetmouse and I put a bunch of Instagram stories up from this trip with videos and pictures from Toy Story Land, um, Port Orleans, resorts and Saratoga Springs. So you might want to check those out. And if you haven't joined yet, I have a private Facebook group for the budget mouse. Just search for the budget mouse on Facebook, request to join the group and I will add you. So thanks again and have a magical day.